Let's Be Legendary podcast is a member of the Nerd and Tie Podcast Network. For more podcasts ranging from true crime to nerd culture and convention news, please visit nerdandtie.com. We strive to make this podcast and story a safe and inclusive place for as many listeners as possible. So if we've missed any content warnings, please feel free to let us know. Content warnings for this episode include adult language and mature themes. When entering the vast burning wastes of District 3, remember these rules. The sun is unforgiving. Cover your skin and shield your eyes. If the sands move beneath your feet, move quickly. The giant worms are on the hunt. Keep your distance from those with legacy, for they are cursed and it spreads. But most importantly of all, do not disobey the Twelve. By the order of the Twelve, you are under arrest. This is the Feywild West. Let's be legendary. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Let's Be Legendary Wild West Edition. Bang, bang. Go back to sleep and starve. Last time we left our fun in the sun adventurers. Oh, that's a oh. fucking rude. Whatever. <laughs> there is no fun happening here, but there is a lot of sun, so you have right. They had joined up with brother, father, Martin. Relative. <laughs> they met up with brother Martin in the city of Kal Undar and were persuaded to join him in his journey to help find a cure for the legacy curse. That is a very, very nice way of saying bullied, but yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They have spent the last almost week now traveling out into the sands and into the hard cracked earth of the barrens. And we killed a purple worm. In a neat 18 seconds. Yep. Yep. We got to brag about that on Twitter. <laughs> Well, you are both level 12s with a level 12 barbarian uh-huh. helping you guys along. <laughs> and we also have a lot of ridiculous shit. That, yeah, a lot. That is meant for crowd control. But if you single target that nonsense, <laughs> holy hell. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, we get all our stuff, get Father Martin, and uh, make our way out. And Martin comes out of the guest house and still eating a sandwich, bringing it outside. You know that's going to disappear as soon as you walk out the door, right? Sorry? He says as he steps out the front door and it just evaporates out of his hand. Ah, well, I was finished with it anyway. Shall we continue? Yes, let's get this over with. I think... I think we're only a few more days out. Days? I'll hold you to that. I'm scanning this guy to see if I see any silvery, bell-shaped things. Still no sign today. Okay. Uh, so as we are riding, um, I'm going to send Cortez up and out 
just to see if you can see anything. Got it. I hold on to your horse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make a perception check then through Cortez. Perception. And what does does he have any pluses to perception? And does he get my advantage? He gets your. He advantage. gets your advantage. Okay. So twenty three. Okay. Looking out over the skyline, you don't really see anything. With Cortez's height, you're able to see the edge to the north. I'm I'm relaying all this to you, by the way. Yeah, Yeah, you're able to see the edge of the barrens to the north, but the other three directions of the compass is just continual vast expanse. And somewhere like far in the distance, really far, you see what is probably another purple worm. Ooh, coming towards us? No, just... Just hanging out. Just moving, just doing its thing. Doing worm stuff. Yep. You actually do see a little patch of greenery. Oh. Where? A little bit to the south and east. Uh, I can communicate with Cortez. Oh, yeah. I tell him to go towards that. Okay. Yeah, I tell him to go towards that. Okay. He goes out and... He doesn't go out too far, but you're able to get a look. It looks like an oasis. Oh. A small bit of greenery, maybe like an acre, with some low brush and a few trees and what looks to be a little bit of water. Appalaises. Um, How long have we been walking when we see this? I'd say about five hours. You guys want to head to the oasis? We really should just keep on going. You said it's to the south? Yes. I think that'll take us off course. Alright, keep going then. I say in night speak, I suppose there's no need of light since we have our own shelter. Yeah, we're kind of walking with our own oasis. Yeah. And, you know, knowing us, it's probably a fucking trap. The whole damn thing's a mimic. Oh, I remember the mimic. <laughs> It got stuck on it. Yeah. Knowing my luck, that's what that thing is. Yeah. Well, he's the one leading, and I have no desire to keep going. Though all the horses know to stop if they start getting tired or mm-hmm. thirsty or too hot. So yep. we're keeping an eye on that. So yeah, we just keep going. We don't need to stop okay. the races then. All right. Talia, make me a survival check, please. Um, 2021. 20, okay. So keeping on the course of pretty much dead east, stumble across something. Something that blends in to the ground of the barrens that Celine wasn't able to see, but you see it just about 30 yards to the north. Some kind of stone block sticking up out of the ground. Hey, change in course. And I kind of mm. nod towards it. Oh, uh, uh, very well. Start heading towards that. Okay. As you approach, it's actually pretty sizable. And despite its color, almost looks like the same texture as the stones in the old city of Kalundar. Oh, okay. Yeah. And as you get closer, you're able to actually see some similar carved grooves. Is this the ones that lit up? Yeah. Okay. Kalundar? Yeah, in Kalundar. Yeah. Okay. So, okay, and it's pretty big? Yeah, it's pretty big. It stands about uh, 20 feet tall, 10 feet long, 15 feet wide. 
what's the shape like? Very rectangular. Okay. Very cut, and despite what has to have been uh, several several hundred years through desert wind and weather, whatever weather there is out here, it is perfectly straight. Like, it hasn't been worn away at all. So, are we, like, right up to it? Yeah. Or... Huh. Must be part of an old structure. It's a block. Very big block. Frenal goes up to it and just, like... Just knocking on yeah, it? Yeah, just knocking on it. It's like... I don't think anybody's home. <laughs> Seems solid. Or is it just lying out here? Like, it's just a rock? Hey, can I use Mage Hand and touch it? Sure, yeah. Does it light up? It's arcane. <laughs> Technically. Yeah. Um, or would it be divine? I mean, oh, I can actually, try. I can uh, try. Should I do something to it? I would do it, yeah, because you did learn two arcane spells. I've cast a plus digitation to put Christmas lights on it. <clears throat> Little lights blink around. Nothing happens. Nah, all right. That's one theory. What? I just thought maybe well, it responded to Arcane. You put the doorknob on it last time, right? Yeah. Try that, that again? I guess, yeah. I put the doorknob on it again. As soon as it touches, dust falls away from it, and it lights up. It had previously been the same color as the surrounded ground. Uh-huh. That all shakes away, and it is now the exact same color, the exact same cut as the structures you had seen back in the old city. And that same green light. God, I wish I could get Ernest out here to see this. I mean, we could. It's weird. Can I open the door on it? No. Can you take the doorknob off? Yes. Okay. As soon as you take it off, it all powers down. You think he'd want to? I mean, maybe. Girls, could I get him out of here? I mean, technically, yes. If you... I would t- take him as soon as the climb of Pale Shadows. Yeah, it'd be like a bunch of checks. I'd actually take him and Helden. Yeah, I agree. Just to get, like, two... But how would, I, how would I get out here? Like, I could go... I could bring them to the Lemo Pale Shadows. And then... How would I get them here? Uh... Leave the door open. What door? Ooh, wait. No, yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, well, plank of wood, I guess. <gasps> Unless... Can you use droid clap to make a tree? May... Uh, mm, I don't know if I can make a whole tree. What about that oasis a I was couple miles that, I back? I was thinking that, too. Yeah, let's just see. We should have gone to the oasis. Martin. Oh, must we really take this detour? Do you know what we're going towards? Do you, know what, of, do you know what this is? More of this, which is a very nice block, but I'm sure there'll be more where we're going. Wow, okay, I don't like operating under the unknown. Fair, fair. All right, let's go back to the oasis. Go down to the, go down to the oasis? Yeah, that would probably be the, the night. By the time we get there, it'll probably be night. Yep. Yeah. So you get to the oasis about an hour after sunset. 
and the rustling of grass and leaves greets you as you step in the the cool desert night air just blowing through the oasis and this has been the first bit of greenery you have seen in almost a month really a good chunk of time a good chunk of time since you've seen like actual greenery Oh man, I get off birthday and my form just like liquefies basically uh-huh. into a wolf and I'm like rolling on the grass just yeah. like all over. I'm like, ah, I miss grass. I know I get it in your realm, but damn, I miss grass. Well, it's, it's you know, it's not, I mean, it's glass, but it's it's kind of weird. It's, it's fey grass. It's fey grass, yeah. <laughs> the horses immediately just start like chomping down on some grass. I'm like rolling underneath birthday's feet. Like, yeah. hey. <laughs> well, she's happy. Bernal also runs to a large pond in the middle and just jumps in. Oh, I follow her. Yeah. As soon as I see that, I like run after her and then jump yeah. in. Oh, me too. <laughs> yeah. The water is crisp and cool as you guys jump into it. We felt like you didn't stop taking my clothes off. Because, <laughs> you know. Oh, deal with it. <laughs> I'm in my undies. I'm not naked. I've got my undies on. Brother Martin just stands and looks on. Just, <sighs> can we um set up the house for tonight? In then? a moment. Talia jumps out of the water. Uh huh. Runs at Brother Martin. Shakes off. Grabs his clothes and starts dragging him towards the water. <laughs> no! 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 The tail's like wagging. Uh, make a athletics check. Real quick. <laughs> Against this old man. Yep. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. No, he rolled a two. So yeah, you just quickly you. pull him off his feet and just drag him into the water, and he's just like spluttering. Is like, no, please. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laughing. <laughs> Yep, go drag him into the water and then like jump on. But not very hard, so he's like not drowning or anything. Yeah. And I just look at him like with my tail wagging like I'm so proud of myself. I'm just laughing. Uh What is he melting? <laughs> it sounds like I'm melting what a world. When he comes out of the water. <laughs> For a second, you think he is. Oh, but, shit. And then you realize it is pounds of makeup coming off as it just is melted by the water and running off. And he splutters and pulls his way out, like wiping the stuff out of his eyes. And you see that his skin is discolored, and he has several sores across his face. Do I see that? Yeah. Oh, this little fucker. He has legacy. You son of a fucking bitch. Oh, Pat. Oh, I'm pissed. Oh, I'm so pissed. What? What? I'm so pissed. Is that he has legacy? Yeah. This had nothing to do with helping the populace. He's trying to save himself. Wow, I'm pissed. I am so pissed. <laughs> oh my god. Dahlia might kill an Ashnider film. But she is like like her wolf form is like dead still. 
he is spluttering up out of the water, trying to wipe stuff out of his eyes. Please, please, I, I am tired. I must rest. Can we please set up the house? You have legacy. What? He turns and, like, blinks at you and sees all the makeup coming off on his robes. Yes. I will get the dough. I go to the bag of holding and get the dough. And I do a palm trees? Yep. And I set up the dough. Okay. He rushes inside and into the guest house. What was... What? Ty is starting growling. He, he has... He has a cows. Okay. Are we in danger of catching that? think so. Okay. Then what's the deal? She shifts back. This wasn't about helping anybody. He's trying to save himself. We, we don't know that, Talia. Why didn't he say that he had it then? It would have been really easy. I will speak with him. Good, because if I see him the rest of the night, he's going to get punched. I'll give you a look. i give you a look back. I, I, I'm like, okay, yeah, you, yeah, okay. He could have been honest with us. At least. Yes. And he should have been. I'm gonna go take care of the horses. Okay. They're probably gonna want to stay out here for a little while mm-hmm. with the actual grass that's in there, so I'm just gonna get their saddles off and keep an eye on them before I bring them in. Mm-hmm. Just, I don't want to leave them out here by themselves in case there's any jackals. So when you that. shift back, do you shift back all wet? Yeah. Like yeah. With, your, with your hat, like, drooping because it's dribbling water? Yeah, can you... I'm in a five-foot square. Can you, um... Thank you. You're the best wife ever. I know. <laughs> I do that to myself to dry off. Yep. Yeah, you do that to Ronald, too. You want to... No, thanks. I just want this. I want to just... Dry and cool off. <laughs> She's still in the water. Like, don't yeah. talk to me. Yeah, yeah say nobody talk to me. Yeah, our house is amazing, but nothing beats the real thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially to nature enthusiasts like Renal and myself. So I dry off, put my clothes back on, mm-hmm. and go inside. Uh, I check to see if Jealous is there. Uh, this time night on a school night. Yeah, he's definitely there. Okay. Uh, Jealous. Yeah. You doing your homework? Yes, we are. Go upstairs. <laughs> to his room. Yep, the door is open, and him and a friend are uh, sitting on the bed doing homework. Bonsoir. Uh, hello. And you see a Tabaxi. What an bridge. They smile. <laughs> they have white fur with, like, snow leopard spots. Oh, cute. You, you are, you are someone's persona. <laughs> <laughs> they smile very toothily. Like, I am helping with literature. Listen, how's it going? Sheriff sighs and waggles the book. The Life and Memoirs of Judy Hagglesfoot. Oh, good read. <laughs> Just blinks that at it. face. <laughs> she was an auctioneer. Hmm. It was apparently ghostwritten by a later famous author. So we are reading it to see development of writing style. Oh, interesting. That's a word for it. 
Her son is so sassy. Mm. Anyway, uh, Jealous, I was wondering if uh, you might be able to, once you're finished with your homework, give you a look and like look over at water on the bridge, like make sure that fucking finishes his homework. Mm. I was wondering if you might be able to deliver a message to Ernest and Talden. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, what's, what's the message? Uh, wondering if they might be able to take a few days off of whatever they're doing and come with us for a quick vacation into the desert to see a thing. Okay, I can ask, but I think Ernest is still subbing. Well, can they get a sub for the sub? Uh... Okay, how about this? Do you want to ask them if they want to see some old weird shit? That glows. That glows. Okay. They want to see some, you know, like some nerd shit. Okay, if they do, should I just have them come through Talbot's store? Yeah, that'll be fine. Okay. We are going to go a roundabout way to get there if, if they want to come. Uh, okay. Yeah. Mm. Alright. Happy on working. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, I go to the guest house. Brother Martin has gone to the room that he claimed as his during his stay and shut the door. I knock on it. Brother Martin, may I speak with you? I, I'm busy at the moment. Uh, very well. Let me go and sit at the table. Okay. So don't say anything. Okay. It's a little while. About an hour, actually. I can wait. I got Candy Crush. <laughs> Before Martin comes down, having completely removed and reapplied his disguise. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know you were actually waiting. Please sit. Um, he does. Why didn't you tell us you had legacy? It did not. It did not seem pertinent to the terms of our agreement. Twenty-three insight. There's something more to it. I shall say, not more to it. Because the DM just told me there was. <laughs> I. been down here for months. You get to learn things about the culture. People who have legacy are less than people. I have been down here working, trying trying to care for these people as best I can. And then I caught it. If city officials knew, gods, if even the people knew that I had contracted the disease that had laid so many of them low, it would have damaged what I was trying to do. It would have brought shame to the name of, of the mother. Does everyone sit on that? Yeah, I call bullshit. 16th insight on that. He seems to be telling the truth. Just look at him. Piercing silver stare. You should have told us. Perhaps. No, not perhaps. Would it have changed your attitude about coming? It would not have changed my attitude about coming, but the fact that you did not tell me very much changes my attitude about you. Well, that has been done. What else are you not telling me? Because you do not think it is pertinent to the terms of our agreement. Nothing. That was all. Look at him. Mm-hmm. I guess one of truths. Okay. He fails. 
How does one catch legacy? I do not know. Is there anything else you are not telling me? No. She narrows her eyes. So it closes them. There is nothing you are keeping from me. Not intentionally. Beings that you do not know our legacy is spread. You did not think that it would be at least prudent to let us know that we might be in danger of contracting it. I've been very careful to keep myself separated, not spending too much time in close proximity. Yes, but as you just said, you do not know how it spreads. If it is an airborne contagion, you have not only exposed us to it, but my children as well. If it is airborne, you were exposed to it as soon as you entered the city. That doesn't matter. If it was airborne, there would be daily contractions of people getting it from inside the city. And how do you know there isn't? Because I spent months with these people, Celine. Contracting it is rare. But you did. But I did. She closed her eyes. And takes out her cards. What do you use those for? They tell me things that I may be missing. Things that I cannot see. The Undertaker sees everything after all. Some could argue that point. They would be wrong. Mm. And with all due respect, you have lost my trust and angered me. This is not the time to insult my father. I draw three cards. The Ace of Cups inverted. The Four of Pentacles inverted and the Nine of Swords. The Ace of Cups inverted means blocked emotions. The Four of Rings inverted represents self-protection and greed. And the Nine of Swords represents hopelessness. I'm saying this for the listeners. Mm -hmm. She doesn't actually Mm -hmm. say these things. You are deluding yourself. Either in recognizing the severity of the situation which you are in, you are deluding yourself into thinking that your request is solely for the benefit of other people. It matters not what happens to this body, but the spirit within. Bullshit. I pick up my cows and I leave. Go to find Talia. I'm outside, like, corralling the horses now. Like, Mm -hmm. okay, they've eaten enough. Okay, fatties. Rolled around. (laughs) Weren't they? You're having a hard time convincing him to leave the oasis. Cast speak with animal. Weren't they? I know. Believe me, but I can't leave you out here. More grass. I know. I'm sorry. All the sand. But there's a shift back into a wolf, and then I howl. Okay. Do I hear anything? No. I use somatology to make the sound of jackals. Alving back like a lot of them. I'm catching on to what you're doing. <laughs> I got your back. Okay, cool. But okay. look at where they're. Play safe. <sighs> okay. All right. All right. I'll stay out here with you. <laughs> where they goes over and. Just continues to eat more grass. How do Oli do? Is Oli being yeah. a good boy? Oli came in. I mean, he looks longingly back out to the oasis a couple oh, I, times. I, I, right. like, as soon as Muerte is like, yeah. you know, no, you know, like a big fucking baby. Yeah. I really gets it from. 
Shut up. No. I beg. But mm-hmm. come on, Oli. Mm. I'll spend the night out here with them. All right. Little brats. You're worse than my kids. Both of you. <laughs> I'm come out to find you. Hey. Hello. Uh, the horses are being divas. So, oh. yeah. It's been a while since they've seen green, so I'm going to stay out here with them tonight. Oh, I'll stay with you. Under the stars? Yeah. Oh, that'll be like old times. It won't, won't it be? I'll keep the door open. But yeah. Just in case, but, uh... How are you? Confused. Did you talk with him? I did. And? I kind of relay what happened. Fucking liar. I don't like any of this. Well, now he really doesn't get to argue with me about getting somebody out here to look at the rooms. What do you mean? You know, when he was saying, it's like, do you really want to take the time? Oh, yes, it goes. Oh, no, wait. Hang on. I can do that better. Do you really want to take the time? I don't think he sounds like that. That's the best I can do. I'm bad with that sense. But now I really want to know what's in those rooms. Yeah. You okay? Like I said, I'm confused. But I don't want to be here. Here's a thought. What did leave about you? I mean, it, I'm not gonna say the thought hadn't crossed my mind, but I made a bargain, and I am not going back on it. Now, I was thinking, you know that, I think I already mentioned this, why don't you just ask the mother? What do you mean? Like, remember when you contacted John through that one spell that you usually talk to the Undertaker with? Yeah. Do that. <laughs> not really how that works. How is it not how that works? Well, okay, the Undertaker obviously I am connected to him, and I know the Warden personally. You grew up in the Cathedral of the Mother. Yes, but I grew up around people who worshipped her, but I have no connection to her. Do you need a connection with that spell? I don't know. Well, it's worth a try. And I know you've got a little little figurine of the mother in your like weird shit collection. Worth a try anyway. No, something seems wrong about it. Seems wrong because you don't want to discuss with her? No, it's because... It's like... It's very presumptuous. It was presumptuous for me to even try to contact the warden's word. You know, when you've got a tool, you use it. I have a connection to the Undertaker, and I know the warden personally. Okay. To just feel it. it it's... it's. How, what level spell is that? Well, Put it in my ring, I'll ask. No. Why? Because it doesn't work like that. How does it not work like that? Because it is very, it's it's very entitled to things that just because you can speak to one god that you have the right to speak to another. All right, fine. Doesn't work th- that way. Just keep, maybe keep it in mind in case it wants to work that way. <laughs> in, case it, in case it changes. Yeah. <sighs> just an idea. You can always ask John if he knows the mother and you know, that's the Undertaker. I put in a good word for you. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, I don't want to argue with you about it. Not on such a pretty night. 
I take my cards out. I don't shuffle them. I just take the first card off the top of the deck. Okay. What does the Queen of Cups mean? Emotional compassion and being intuitive. But I really want to be angry. I'll be angry for you. Don't make me be the adult. I don't want to be an adult. I want to be an angry child. <laughs> but yes, it's such a nice night. No clouds in the sky. No half moon. Clearly visible. Mm. She's speaking to you. <laughs> Always these days. Mm. What's she saying? It's not really words as much as just... Feelings? I guess you'd call them that. What is she feeling to you? <laughs> Patience, mostly. Hmm. Can't imagine why. <laughs> I'm patient. I give you a look. I am. Just. It's not with him. I'm not patient with lies. He's not lying, but. He's not lying, but I. I feel like he is. Still, somehow. Well, even so, we agreed to do this, so we're doing it. But I would like to get Ernest and Talbot out here to look at those. Oh, I did tell Jealous to send them a message. Ah, good. Say so they want to take a, you know, a couple days off and <laughs> have a nice vacation in the sun. <laughs> to see some old nailed shit. Do you want to check on your realm? See how your mice are doing? <laughs> Stop time for like ten minutes to check on things. I'm sure it's fine. I really just want to stay out here. Not think about things for a while. Fair enough. <laughs> I did not in Bartholomew will be able to handle things for one night. You just want to chase a square of details. I want them to be my friends. I don't think they're ever going to be your friends. You don't know. I'm going to try talking to him next time we get there. Next time we go, I'm going to try talking. Um, so we keep the door open just in case one mm -hmm. of them, somebody needs to talk to us. Um, but I dig. I, I open the bag of holding and like dig out my old bag. Just, right, like, that had like the bed rolls and on the bed it. Rolls and shit. And shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What? Do you want to go to sleep eventually? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So you go to sleep eventually, eventually under the clear desert sky. It's nice and breezy. Yeah. And just the wind just blowing through the palm trees and. Oh, that sounds so nice. I started a little fire, so it's like in front uh, of the, a little campfire. Just in case, because he does get breezy, so mm -hmm. a little little warmth. Uh, and snuggling under our Let's just rolls. not go, let's just live here. <laughs> idea. Only at night, though. Because yeah. no, as we'll soon just... as the day comes, it's going to kill us. <laughs> mm, well, it's not day yet. It's true. You know what this kind of reminds me of? What? The garden. And crankshaft. Oh, yeah. Like that same, like, tranquil feeling. Oh, I miss that garden. I do too. I wonder what would happen if I bought quartz, a seedling from one of my pale trees. Oh. I wonder what he would do with it. Probably he might see it as a pest and just kill it. Well, you could ask. <laughs> Next time we're there. I'm sure we'll be back. Oh, I hope we should, we'll be back. Oh, we should make a point to go back. Like a vacation. I really liked Crankshaft. It was right 
on the edge of wilderness. It really was perfect. They're perfectly like it's big enough that it, you know there's shit to do and you know whatever, but it's far enough away from everything that you take three steps and you're in the wilds again. I know. It was great. We'll go back. Once you have brown. Once we get brown. So yeah, we go to bed eventually. Eventually. Salim. God damn it. Yeah? I need a wisdom saving throw from you. (laughs) Ten? Okay. That was a shitty roll. Yeah, thank you. You wake up. Except you're not in your house anymore. But I'm awake. You think so? The space you're in is pitch black. The floor is just the solid black surface. There's no visible wall or ceiling and the sky all around is just pitch dark. Is it the Undertaker's home? It doesn't feel the same. The air here is colder and the wind whips around you like you're on a hilltop. And then there's a shape in the darkness, a somehow darker shape than the rest of the blackness around. I know my eyes. It begins to approach until when it's about 15 feet away, it breaks into some sort of ambient illumination, the same illumination by which you can see yourself. Long, dark hair, dark dress, a face that is a mirror of your own, the queen of night and magic. I freeze. As she approaches the expression on her face as she comes in to the illumination is unreadable. I take a step back. There's this extended moment of silence before the barest hint of amusement touches the corner of her eye. Sunny looks down, averting her gaze. Almost like she's trying to not be seen. Which, obviously, she is the Queen of Night and Magic's looking right at her. But almost as if she is trying to hide in a place where she has no way to hide at all. Is that how you greet lords in the material plane? Selina is still looking away. But at that, she looks up. I... I don't... Since I know that you are new at this, let me go first. Welcome, Lady of the Silken Weave, Mistress of Pale Shadows, the Wanderer in White. Now you go. What do you want with me? Well, firstly, I would like you to adhere to the rules, but then all I want is to talk. Celine looks very scared. Recognizing the fear on your face, Sarastra looks around and with something of a dismissive gesture, the scene suddenly shifts. 
you are no longer on a pitch black wind blasted surface. You are in a sitting room. The walls made out of a stone so dark it could almost be onyx. There's a fireplace. It's a low fire, but it's enough illumination to reveal two sitting chairs with a small table between them. Does it look like the same sort of sitting room that I spoke with Nick Nevin in? Just that sort of similar vibe. That feeling that this is a place to sit and discuss. I don't understand. I thought this might make you more comfortable. Sit. <sighs> Why? What do you want? Now Salim is on the defensive. For you to sit and for us to talk. Salim keeps her eyes on the Queen of Night and Magic. And she's still looking very dubious and defensive. But slowly she sits. Good. She sits across from you, motioning again and summoning a tea set on the small table. The tea is safe. Don't worry. Safe from what? Ah, so you do know some of the rules. This tea is given without any expectations of favors or gifts in kind. Celine still looks dubious, but she takes one of the teacups. You can relax. There is no need for you to be so nervous. You still haven't told me what you want. I regret the abrupt ending to my wedding that did not allow me to mingle with my guests. And I feel as though, with you being such a noteworthy up-and-comer in the Fey world now, that we should meet. Why? Because it was my wedding. And you speak to guests at your wedding. At the mention of the wedding, again, Celine set their job. It was not the wedding I wanted. It had uh, too much drama for me. Personally, I wanted to make my speech, for my husband to make his speech, which he did not get to do. I wanted to speak with my guests, to have good food, to open my gifts. I had so many gifts. I did open them. They were very nice. The rib was especially good. It was a really good idea. I mean, it is never what one wants when their husband gets choked by their father and then their father gets stabbed by their husband and then there's blood and... Um, no one wants that at a wedding. And that's what I mean by drama. I don't know how common that is on material plane weddings, but... Funny, I seem to recall you telling all of us to leave after all that happened. Would you have wanted to stay? Watch the cleanup? See me cry? You want to say and see all of that? I had grief that I had to exercise. And also, my husband disappeared, which is distressing, to say the least. No one knows where he is. I do not know where he is. <sighs> what? 
What an odd thing to get married and then your husband to run away. Usually they run away before the marriage. But you did not marry a man, yes? No, you married a woman and she did not run away either. That's good. No one has seen him. No. Not since that fateful day. But you see now, you understand that I could not have guests around after that event. Would you? Your father chokes your wife and then your wife stabs your father when you told all your guests to leave too? I would hope so. Very rude to have to watch a corpse clean up. I suppose. So why am I... Why am I here then? Why would you... If all you want to do is to talk about your wedding, why do you want to talk to me about it? Well, it is rude not to talk to one's guests at one's wedding. It is even ruder not to talk to one's family. What? Oh, you do not know. Or do you? Do you know? <laughs> I just thought it would be obvious between, you know, the mirror. Our appearances. Practically sisters. I... I suppose we are both descended from... Well, the previous Queen of Night and Magic. Mm-hmm. I never thought of it that way. Well, now you are thinking of it that way. And one should get to know one's family, especially when they finally join the world that they belong in. Celine's posture up until this moment has been very stiff. She's been very stiffly holding her teacup, but she starts to relax a bit. I see. I'm just so used to people wanting something, having ulterior motives. It's strange that someone says they want to talk and they really just want to talk. You and I have that in common. Many people want things from me all the time. It's a demanding life, being a fair lord. I can't even imagine what people must try to get from you. Oh, name a star for me. Build me a mountain. Give me a title. No, no, no. I saw those all the time. I don't have time for them. I have my own things to do, just like you have your own things to do. Develop your realm. Get to be comfortable with who you really are. I have been trying. Admirable. Any remaining tension in Celine's shoulders slowly relaxes, and she actually takes a sip of her tea. It is an honor to be called here. Duchess of the Ovens. Countess of Sauron. Bride of Shadows. Queen of Night and Magic. Oh, you learn fast for a material-born child. Celine actually gets a little bit of a grin on her face. I've sort of had to. I imagine... A year ago, I didn't even know I was a fae. I thought I was human, with maybe some elvish in my background, but I just celebrated a birthday. Oh, name day. And I was thinking how different everything is now from my previous birthday, which I celebrated in a quite different way. <sighs> when is your birthday? It's during the winter. Did you do anything fun to celebrate your birthday? Your name day? Name days come and go. It's been a long time since I've actually celebrated. 
When you get to be my age, it doesn't mean so much anymore. I see. The longer you are a failure, the more you will come to understand these things. They take time to embed themselves in you. Learn as you go, I say. That's what I'm doing. How is the development of your realm coming? Well, the redevelopment, I should say. Whatever he left behind, I cannot imagine it was um, to your taste. Fine, I think. I did recently redecorate. I don't know if that's the right word. Lord Longfellow's realm was dreary and dour, and I made it into something that feels a bit more me. Good. Good. When you become at home in your own realm, it gives you a stronger sense of self. It's true. Listening to you talk about your realm reminds me of when I was first bequeathed the lordship and the things that I did to make this place mine. And all of the things I had to learn on the job, things like your subjects would want things from you. As I said earlier, they will want you to make them a little plot of land for a little house. And a big house now, they're all so needy. My subjects are bunnies keep them that way. They will want for very few things if they remain rabbits. One would hope. Not to. It's when they want, when they want a piece of sky for themselves to look up and see, oh yes, I love this purple dark, I love this black, I love this, these star arrangements. They want so much from you. None of mine have asked me for anything. <sighs> so young. I miss those days. But it will become more than just your subjects who want things from you. The other lords will come. They will ask for, maybe not favors at first. Maybe if they think that you have something that they want or something that you could do for them that only they think you can do, they will want a deal. Deals are a necessary part of the fey life. Make them... You complete them, you don't break them. Sometimes you need to make deals to get what you want, though. You will have to go to other lords for them. Well, there's nothing that I want. Not now, but as you age, as you feel the constraints of a small realm such as you have, you may want more realm, more room. You may want oh, more titles, you may want more subjects. Some people have some really interesting subjects that, well, they don't mesh well with the other subjects, but they are interesting. They're very entertaining. And that is another thing you will find is, I mean, right now you say you have bunnies as your subjects. I'm sure they are entertaining for now. Oh, and mice. Oh, mice. Oh, all right. So adorable of you. Oh, it is making me so nostalgic for my childhood. What is a good example of a deal. Ah, well, the deals that I made with uh, my husband, that we made before the, the wedding, the marriage. That's a mention of that, Celine stiffens a bit. You make deals, you fulfill them. The marriage fulfilled the deals, so they are complete, completed. It can become a complicated dance. It may not be the same for you. You may not want to get married to another fey lord. Lucky for me, I'm already married. Hmm. It is lucky for you, but you are a fellow, you will last 
very long. She may not. Marriage, it is not because I love him. I would say I sometimes feel the opposite of that emotion towards him. But the deals are done. I have what I want, he has what he wants. And he's off running around in the forest somewhere, probably. But I've been seeing him around my realm, right? That is correct. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to put a pin in that. My husband is uh, of the opinion that everyone around him is a tool for him to use. He is all about the deals, which I'm sure you've experienced. Yes. Celine is looking down at your teacup. Sullen. I do know about the uh, relationship between you two. I'm aware of it. What relationship? The one where he uses you whenever he pleases, however he pleases. He considers you his favorite tool in his little toolbox. He will never use me again. Good attitude. You and I, we are not people to be used by others. Especially not by him. Correct. And I have what I want out of him. If he never comes back, well, that will be a mystery that I will not enjoy having unsolved, but it wouldn't be so bad if I never had to see him. He's been skulking around the borders of my realm. Hmm. Well, I haven't seen him, but I've been told by your bunnies. Yes, actually. It is good that they are loyal to you. They tell you such things. Interesting. He's so evasive. So hard to find, and yet there he goes, right back to where I should have looked in the first place. Right back to you. He's like a magnet. A magnet to the vulnerable, but you are not going to be vulnerable again. No. Never again. Not to him. Good. I cannot promise, and I will not promise anything, but... I will make my best efforts to make sure he does not interfere with your development and your growth and your rise as the Fae Lord you are destined to be. Really? Of course. You are my blood. We are, as I said earlier, practically sisters. And if you can achieve even a fraction of the greatness that I have achieved in my time. I've never had a sister. Me either. Until... You popped into the fair realm where you belong. Celine smiles a little bit. You do find it to your liking, yes? The fair world? Mm-hmm. Sometimes a bit more than I would like to. It's something I'm trying to work out. It is not a struggle that I had. Born here, lived here, raised here, never left. If I could help it. But you are of two worlds. You will have to choose one day between them. Not today, not tomorrow. Well, however long it is until tomorrow. One day you will have to make a choice. Your realm is your responsibility and it is a lot of responsibility. The larger it grows, the more titles you get, the more renown you achieve among the lords and the people of the Feywilds. You will have to choose. I didn't even think about that. Mortals will fade. They will come in and out of your life. You can choose to let them in and stay a while, but they will leave. They will die. And you will continue on. 
And the one thing that will remain constant for you is your role and your responsibilities. I suppose that is something to think about. Maybe not today. It is a heavy topic, heavy subject. Yes, and like you said, it's not a decision I need to make today. No. And don't let it be a decision that someone else makes for you, though. You need to take control of that yourself. I will. Good. Well, I think I have kept you long enough in your dream. Will we talk again? Yes, I think so. I would very much enjoy it, I think. So would I. Well, you have done me much honor by accepting my invitation. I am honored to have received it. And with that, the fire dies down, the darkness enveloping the scene, and you awake, and it is morning. What time is it? It's maybe a quarter to seven. Is Talia up? Yeah, I went inside and started cooking breakfast. Morning. Morning. How'd you sleep? Okay. She looks over her shoulder at the hesitation. You alright? Yeah, I just, I had a dream. Talia puts the fork down. What sort of dream? Celine's face goes through a few different expressions, like she's not quite sure how to explain. Not a bad one. Okay. Was it the purple floaty things? No. It was the Queen of Night and Magic. What? Yeah. She fast walks over to you and like like puts her hands on your shoulders and is like checking you over. Are no, you alright? No, it's it's fine. I it was she just wanted she just wanted to talk. To talk. Yeah. Like like threaten talk or uh... No, just I know, I know. I put my hand on Talia's shoulder. I know, I was just as confused. I'm still a little confused. But you're okay. Yeah, she... Well... Sit sit down and I hand you your coffee. Your gross, disgusting, double-brewed, nasty My delicious coffee. coffee, and I explain what happened in the dream. I was just as defensive at first, too. Thinking she wanted something from me because Feylords always want something. I mean, McNevin didn't want anything. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Perhaps she did just want to talk, and I think she did. Talia gets an interesting smile on her face. So, when I said, I don't think all Faye are bad, <sighs> I'm not saying that I you, told you so. You are entirely telling me that you told me so. I know, but come on, I'm right. Yes, yes, you were. You were right. I, I, I Let me get that recorded. Hang on, I got my phone. and <laughs> I smack it out of your hand. Okay. There might be more to the Fey realm than you thought. And apparently this Queen of Night and Magic is a big deal. So... She called me our sister. Talia's whole face softens. Celine smiles. We are descended from the same Feylord, the previous Queen of Night and Magic, that she mailed out. Yeah. But things are different with in the Fey realm as far as what is appropriate 
yeah. transfer of power, so... She asked me to stab her. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, I don't know if murder is um, on the list. But that's, regardless, that's besides the point. Yeah. Regardless. I've known that letter, sister. Well, I'm glad that you have one more ally in there. It's a connection. Yeah. You sure you're okay? Yeah, I'm fine. Strange as it is, I'm completely fine. Better than fine, actually. All right, well... I finished breakfast, make sure the kids are set, and um, I guess we're just going to wait around for Ernest and Alden to show up, whenever that is. I mean, they have to know that we're legit, right? Like, we wouldn't just... Uh, I literally gave one of them a bunch of acid. They love me. (laughs) Yep. They love us. Alden and Ernest arrive about, like, nine in the morning. Okay. And they just come into the house and see you, Talia. Oh, hello. Good morning. Right? Is it still morning? Yeah. It feels still morning. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It, it it It's still morning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. Coffee and food if you want it. Oh, please. Yes. <laughs> um, and they start... 17 to smell. <laughs> uh-huh. Yay! ship sailed. Anyway, um, (laughs) I wasn't obvious about it either. It was just like... So, they help themselves to breakfast. Ernest, like, chows down on what's put in front of him. Mm -hmm. Just eating. I'm sorry. I'm I'm just... I've been doing a lot of work recently. I hope none of that's us. Like, too hard on you. Oh, well, it's it's all stuff that you guys have yeah, given. So, yeah, it's all you. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, don't. Mm. I feel like we're about to give you more work. She stops eating and looks up. I tell you, like, looks pained, like, oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jairus wasn't quite clear on what was going on. He uh, said something about coming. Taking a few days off. To, taking a few days off. Here, Okay. I described to them what happened the first time in Cal- Calendar. Cal- Calendar. Uh-huh. And then I described that we were also right next to the other one. Another one, like, way out in the desert. And if we're literally going to a city that has a bunch of those things, I personally would like to know a little bit more about what they are. If there is anything to learn about what they are, but mostly I, I knew you guys would, like, really like to know. Nail shit. Not deal, but it's nailed. Ernest says through mouthfuls, like, "Oh yeah, I'd love to take a look." It kind of sounds like it's uh, kind of sounds like it's maybe um, some uh, interdimensional barrier. Pretend I don't know what that is. Um, solos. Yes, chew your food. I'm Uh, not there, but chew your food. Well, uh, you've told me about. What happened in Blackwater with the little girl? Yeah. You, you remember how you said you couldn't open the door there either? There's something coating everything. Yeah. That was also a dimensional barrier. Uh, something that... An immovable object, essentially. Something that can't be parted. Something that prevents you from opening doorways from here to anywhere else. I see. Okay. 
Interesting. Yeah, if you, if you want to take a look at it yourself, it lights up when you do that, so... Probably a warning system of some kind. Oh, great. Good job, we set up the alarm. Natalia looks, like, very peeved. Well, if it is that, it's to, an, to a long-dead civilization. I suppose. I don't know. Any any insight you guys could give would be, would be Happily, very much appreciated. Um, I mean, I would, but I we can't take several weeks off to come travel down. I blink, and then I smile. Yeah, you're okay for like a day or two, though, right? Or just a night? Uh well, I mean, just really a night. I'm still. I could try and um, get a replacement for next week, but... So a night. Uh, a night. Yeah, yes. Alright. Got clothes? Uh, the ones I'm wearing? Are you ready to tr be away from home for one night? I mean, you have the amenities here, of course. Yeah. Alright. Lernus is still eating. <laughs> Are you using, like, lots of magic or something? He nods. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, sir, I've been uh, doing some experiments with those, like, crystal things you gave me. Oh, any any um, developments? <sighs> there's something... Uh, we know that there's something in them, but I'm trying to figure out, like, how smart they are, or if they're only like as smart as the person they they copy. I've been working on like a method of talking to it without touching it. Oh? Yeah. How's that working out? Um, kind of working? It, it, it doesn't work for long. I'm close to finding a better way, I think. But yeah, it's it's weird. It definitely reacts to what I'm saying, but it doesn't speak back because it doesn't have like the same connection to my mind if it's, as if I was just touching it, mm -hmm. just plainly touching it. But you shouldn't touch it. No, 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 definitely not. Do you end up getting an increased appetite when you're using a lot of magical energy? He shrugs. Sometimes. Uh, usually I just end up reading a lot more. Well, whenever you're done eating. Well, I'm ready to go whenever. All right. So I go to the front door, and I open up to the realm of pale shadows. Oh. Tell them. Now they get it. Has Elmas been here? No. Oh. Good to see my home. Yeah, I kind of forgot you had that. Hmm. Do we have five minutes? We totally have five minutes. Why, what? Do you want to show some of the squirrel videos? I want to visit them really quick. Okay, did you bring some ice cream? No, I'm going to try talking this time. Okay. I shift into a wolf and I like run off to the trees. Oh, okay. And there she goes. <laughs> Ernest is just looking around. Wow. This is uh, <laughs> quite something. If we have a moment, I think I should go. I should check with the royal advisor. Yeah, right. fo follow me. <laughs> they, go, they both follow. Go to my uh, my my bungalow. Yep. I am actually trying to go uh -huh. see if I can find a cat, uh, scroll scroll there. You've spent enough time in here that you're able to find them pretty quickly now. Okay. 
Um, I cast speak with animals. Okay. <laughs> it stops and its head is just like pointed down at you and the fur on top of its back just like bristles up. Hi. I say in Sylvan. Girl. I was trying to be friends. Is it the way I smell? But the monster. Right shift back. What about now? Stinky human. I am not. Are too. Are not. Are too. What are these? Do this look like a human ear to you? I don't think so. For your information, I am a lichen. So a human that smells like a dog. You're rude. Why am I trying to be nice to you? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> and it leaps off into another branch. Yeah, well, you just wait. The next time I come here, y'all are going to be chew toys. Maybe. Do you like ice cream? Hello? It's gone. It's gone. You'll try that next time. What, ice cream or chew toys? We'll start with one and then go to the other. <laughs> Depending on which one. Yeah. 18 plus 7 to smell. Yeah. Is it like really strong? It's pretty strong. Within the last day. I get right on the edge. You're not still skulking around, are you? I wonder where I will. Oh shit. Oh shit. I like legit did not think that was gonna work. Oops. And he's there. Leaning against a tree just outside the border. Mm-hmm. And I lean against a tree just inside the border. Mm-hmm. And it just so happens you're wandering right next to a place you're forbidden to enter. Isn't that a bit masochistic, even for a Feylord? Lord Longfellow worked hard to make sure his realm was just on the edge of the material plane. This is closer. You just happen to be a stop directly along the way. Talia like rolls her eyes. That's a pretty sad excuse if you know it. By the way, your wife is looking for you. I'm sure she is. To the point that she summoned Celine. It is not my responsibility who my wife chooses to summon. No, but it is your responsibility to keep the fuck away from Celine. And you just hanging out on the edge. She has seen neither hide nor hair of me. You know exactly what you're doing. And I'm waiting for you to step one foot out of line. Because to be honest, I would really, really love to put my teeth in your neck. And I don't need much provocation. <laughs> the wolf who would bite the moon. You're not the moon. You're just a deal maker. I got lucky. I get lucky a lot. Pushes himself off from the tree. 
Then why are you hiding? Who says I'm hiding? Maybe they're just not looking in the right place. And he begins to walk off. Anyway, I want my bunnies. <laughs> Reginald and Bartholomew are um, not visible currently. You hear some noise coming from a back room of the cottage. I'm going to leave them alone. Okay, I just fair. leave them a note. Like, hey, boys. Uh, <laughs> was here. Hope everything's okay. You are indisposed. I assume that means everything's okay unless you're... Anyway, uh, be back later. <laughs> Love you, bye. Love you, bye. (laughs) (laughs) I come walking out of the trees at one point. Like, your squirrelopitters are jerks. Did you give them ice cream? Not yet. But they're rude. Like, really rude. I'm gonna try... I'm gonna try ice cream, and if that doesn't work, I'm gonna start using them like chew toys. I mean, be careful. They are, you know, acidic. (laughs) (laughs) I'll use gloves. With your, with your mouth? I can be acidic. I can't, but why don't they like me? I don't know. What did you say to them? They said hi. And I wanted to be friends. And And he called me a smelly human and a dumb dog. Oh no, a dumb monster that smells like a dog. And I opened my mouth and closed it. Wow. I didn't say anything. No, but you you didn't need to. Wow. I was going to say, what I was going to say was that is a very clever insult. What? You're rude, too. They get it from you. Fucking duh. There will be baby bunnies when we get back. Oh, yes. Reginald and Bartholomew are indisposed. Are they, can they do that? Make yeah, of, cow- of cows. Okay. How? Do I have to explain how this works? No. Okay. All right. I'm yeah. just going to leave that. Um. <laughs> Could you go check on Alanist and Talden? What is they doing? They've just kind of been following you around. Talden is has been, like, checking on things that they saw last time, and Ernest is just kind of gawking around <laughs> at everything. Mm-hmm. I swear I saw a mouse in a full suit of armor. Oh yes, it is one of the uh, one of the uh, guardians of the realm. <laughs> well, he looks like he was doing a good job of it. Mm-hmm. Do you see any spiders? You're not afraid of spiders, are you? No, but I, I didn't. I didn't see any. I can go find Agnes. What was well, the, what we was should the... we should get on. Oh yes. Okay. So, um, before that, one second, I take Selene aside. What? Um, next time we're here, I think you need to ask uh, either Reginald or Bartholomew if you're able to move your realm. Oh. Like, if, like physically move it. I don't, I don't know. Why? Switch to speak. He was outside. Okay. And the reason, apparently, that he's been skulking around is because Lord Longfellow had made it very specifically to be right next to the material plane. So your realm is right between the material and the thing. Talia, I don't care what he's, if he's just... 
It's one less distraction. Should I not have told you? And she closes her eyes and just, like... If he's gonna keep fucking hovering, let's not give him an excuse to. That's all I'm saying. I will ask. Thank you. For my peace of mind, at least. Of course. Yeah. Alright. Alright, now I can go look at the pretty rocks. <laughs> okay. So I pick one of the trees right mm-hmm. next to the cottage. Uh, go ahead and make the wisdom check. Okay. Oh, not that one. I don't want that one. Um, how about you? Wow! We're going to use a luck point and not you. Okay. How about you? Okay, so that's two luck points, I believe. Okay. What was the wisdom check? It would be... 19. Okay, yeah. Nope. You're able to open. Uh, make the con save, please. So that was two luck points, I believe? Yeah, that yep. was two. Okay. Con save. Mm-hmm. 14. Okay, you're fine. Okay. Open up on one of the palm trees. Yep. Oh, this is nice. Oh. Yeah, get used to it. The only thing that looks like this. For miles. So you get ready for traveling across the desert. Muerte and Ollie are very loath to leave the oasis. You and me both, buddy. But they do. Hang on a second, I just thought of something. I can chill or warm or flavor up to one cubic foot of non-living material. So if anybody wants an ice pack. Everybody. Everybody's yeah. <laughs> going to cool everybody's clothing. You're going to have chilled clothing for one hour. Oh, that might be nice, actually. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm putting... It's that. like headbands. Like yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so I get linen out and like make it into like headbands, cool yeah. like karate headbands for everyone and cast prestigitation on each of them to make them cool for an hour. Oh, nice. Nice. Oh, bless. Renal puts it on. Oh. Oh. Why didn't I think of this before? That was Mountain. He's quiet. He's just following along passively. Okay. I made it, I made him an advent. He, he, he puts it on. And you make your way out into the desert again. And it's a good three hours before you get back to the giant stone. Okay. Still clean of most of the dust of the desert. Mm-hmm. Ernest and Talden come up to it and are just putting their hands on it. You want to take a selfie? Go <laughs> Instagram, you leave go. Okay, one, two, three. Yay, hashtag. This is... This is strange. It's big, that's for sure. Where the hell was it quarried? What do you mean? Like, look around. Like, where did they dig this up from? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, it's really old, so maybe it was from a while ago, but... Yeah, okay. Stone doesn't change that much. Like, you're not... Like, even over the course of hundreds, even thousands of years, it's not like granite is going to turn into shale. So, like, where the hell? How? It might be magic. And I, like, put the doorknob on it. Uh Uh-huh. It lights up. Oh. Whoa. Uh, Oh, hang on, hang on. 
Uh, Ernest digs around in a bag and pulls out a pair of Nikki's goggles. Hey. Oh, I put up my, my stone of toasting. And he, he puts them on and and is looking. I monocle. Okay. Uh, make a perception check. Okay. I have advantage on perception. And I got a 23. At first you don't see anything, Celine. But then you think you see... Like, as you're looking around... Something catches your eye, and you look closer. Without the gem, it looks to be flat but pitted stone. Mm-hmm. With the gem of true seeing, every single pit and groove is a tiny, tiny, intricate rune. I relay this. Every crack, every groove, everything. This would be glass smooth if it were not for the runes covering its surface. Yeah, anybody, do you see the, Do you see those? With the Nikki goggles? Um, I don't see that. I see kind of like a glowing pillar of light shooting up in the sky. Yeah? Yeah. From the rock? Uh-huh. Uh... I take the doorknob off. It... The, it all powers down. Oh, okay, hang on. Uh, okay, it's kind of still there. Um, but, like, before it was like covering the entire top of the stone and now it was just like a thin beam. Huh. I wonder why the door activates it. Um I think I was right. I think this is a dimensional barrier and that this is some kind of detection system for potential breach. Like, you put this on, the stone lights up where you put it on, and you know where the breach is. Um, seems a little overkill. <laughs> huh. Are you able to tell, to, to date it? I am. And uh, Talden is actually kneeling with their hand to the ground. Mm-hmm. This is the top of it. I'm looking for it, Talia. What does that mean? Um, uh, let me see if I can try something. Uh, uh, they whisper a series of arcane words under their breath, and then suddenly this green-yellow light saturates the ground from the point of their hand and whooshes outward, like past all of you, and suddenly you see glowing lines on the ground... And it, you, ha- you kind of have to like squint at it at first, just because it looks just like flat lines, but then your perspective shifts and you realize it's a glowing outline of the rest of this building that is buried underground. Oh. And you are standing at the top of this 
massive pyramid structure. Oh. Um, I look over at Martin. Was this what you were looking for? He looks around. I don't think so. I think we're, I think we, we're almost there. We're almost, I know we're almost there. You know? It's a feeling. That same feeling I was having when I was called into the desert before. Okay. This is about 800 years old. So it runs the time of the Antonine Empire. Yes. Huh. Okay. That doesn't really tell me much about what we're going to face when we get there, but definitely good to know that the magic still works, which means they might have booby traps. Um, I think she just allows Talbot and Ernest if they've got anything that they can, like, insight about what's going on. She has no frame of reference for yeah. any of this stuff, so... Um, this structure was likely some f- sort of... Temple? Temple. Uh, as, as what we know of the Anthonius Empire, Emperor Anthonius constructed many monuments to himself. Compensating. <laughs> yes, like, <laughs> what is it with men having to overcompensate for everything? No offense. Uh, <laughs> None taken. Oh, this is fascinating, but I don't think we can do much more without getting a full excavation team out here. Yeah. I have no desire to even consider that at this point. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I want to go home. Yeah, same. Well, thank both of you. Uh, I appreciate the attempt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, it's, it's no trouble, and Celine can open a door back for us. Yes, of course. And Ernest speaks up. Oh, oh! Actually, I want to try something. Okay. Uh, sorry, a uh, real quick experiment. Of course. Uh, can, can you open the door back to the house? Oh yeah, yeah. I pull out the plank. I stand up the plank, <laughs> dig it into the ground. Uh-huh. Yep. And then yeah, open the door. Okay. And they both go inside. Okay, okay. Now we are in that doorknob's memory, but we're still in the memory from the doorknob back at Talden's place. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So. This will either work or you will be erased from existence. Kind of doubt the second part. If it, at, at worst, we're just back in the desert. <laughs> All right. Uh, but so. we watch. Okay. They open. Save your game before in case, you know, just in case. <laughs> he opens the door, pushes out. It worked! And oh, he, excellent! He, he looks at. You just see the desert still. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. I hope so, considering I don't see that, but whatever. <laughs> uh, I'll be back in a couple days. I had some things I wanted to um, talk with you guys about, but I wanted to finish the experiment I'm running with the crystal first. Oh, anything we should know about? No, no, it should be it should be fine. Okay. Uh, before he leaves, I put a hand on his shoulder. Uh-huh. Get some rest, okay? Yes. Yes, I will. Promise? Yes. Just because I give you shit to do doesn't mean you have to do it all at the same time. 
No, I've been. I have been getting rests. I've been forced to get rest. Get more rest. Yeah, I look over at Talden. <laughs> like I'll bet. We smile. Both of us smile. Thank you both. <laughs> Those two are cute. They are, and they match. Most of them, they are complementary colors. Very. Yes. yes. All right. Now we just need to set James up for somebody. All right. We have like three or four hours before the sun goes down. Yeah. All right. We head in the direction that familial Martin. <laughs> Fraternal Martin. Fraternal Martin. Relative Martin. Right. Deems necessary that we go. Talia is not as mad at him, but is still being like not nice either. Mm-hmm. Like she's being kind of like cold. Yeah. Where are we going? Dead east. Then that's the way we're going. Dead east. Always to the east. Okay, we walk for as long as we can. Okay. Well, night comes. You guys set up camp, setting up the plank. The plank. The plank. This is our new friend, Plank. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have anything hugely. I'm looking for a silver raven. Still nothing. I check out my kids. Okay. Jarrus is in his room alone tonight. Okay. It's still doing some homework. You finished that book? Uh, finished the homework for it. Yeah? Yeah. We're like halfway through it right now. It's so boring. <laughs> We're supposed to like pay attention to word and verb use. Yeah. It, it's so boring. We spent in class today diagramming sentences. Yeah. But what magic stuff did you do today? Yeah, exactly. Um, just doing a lot of practicing on what we already know and, uh, Studying theory for higher level stuff, but hmm. sounds fun. Yeah, yeah, uh, that, I, I always like that. That's fun. <laughs> this sucks. But check out Adrian. She's in her art room. Mm-hmm. What's she working on? Uh, currently she's working on not at her easels. She's has some paints over by the wall. Mm-hmm. Seems to be adding something to the Fey landscape. You over to her. And she looks up and takes off her headphones. <laughs> How are you doing? Okay. Yeah. What are you painting? You say that and look over, and it's a shadowed figure. Fucking knew it. Leaning up against a tree. Fucking fucking knew it. Like what? What? What gives, kid? <laughs> <laughs> He's. Just painted all in a deep, dark black purple, except for one golden eye just glimpsing over. What is that? Him. What is he doing? Watching. Why? Shrugs. Look down at you. She looks up at you, then back to the figure. He can't come in. No, he cannot. He cannot harm you. But he can hurt you. Close my eyes. 
Not anymore. I won't let him. She takes your hand and just holds it. I squeeze. But you do not need to worry about any of this. What are you thinking? Shrugs. French toast tomorrow? I can make French toast. My Italian toast. Okay. Aww. My kids are so cute. I know, I know. I lean down and give her a hug. She hugs. And then I go back to uh, find my wife. Where are you? I'm probably coming in from getting the horses mm-hmm. all tidied up and just checking on them for one mm-hmm. last time and then. Uh, hey, ready for bed? Yeah. Uh, okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Should I ask if you're okay? You can ask. Are you okay? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it's an acceptable answer. Come on. Go upstairs. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. Go to bed. Go to bed. Okay. Celine, roll me a d4. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll roll one. Okay. Four. Four. Okay. So. <laughs> your dreams aren't extremely coherent. Okay. A lot of it is just wandering. First through the house, then through the desert, through the woods, through your realm, back to the house. Always just restless. Always just trying to get away from something. Every now and again, down the corner, you don't turn. Behind the trees, you don't pass by. On the other side of the moon, a pair of golden eyes peek out. And that's the dream. I wake up? Mm-hmm. What time is it? Uh, about seven-ish. So are you awake? Uh-huh. I'm going to my home. Why? What's wrong? What happened? I don't answer. I just opened the door. Oh, I jump up and follow you. In your undies. I mean, I'm in I, mine, so yeah. 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 I open the door directly outside of my cottage. Okay. Uh, Bartholomew and Reginald there? Yep, they are. Reginald, is it possible to move my realm? Move? Um... Yes, I suppose it is possible. Uh, who are we going to war with? What? Well, uh, the moving of one's realm. <laughs> I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the fastest way to move one's realm is to expand one's territory. Otherwise, there is a good deal of bargaining and uh, trade that must be discussed. So closes their eyes. Yeah. We are not... Going too well with anyone. Good, because the mice are not up to it yet. (laughs) (laughs) I'm never getting over this. I'm never getting over that you have mice in full suits of armor patrolling your realm. I just can't. I'm never getting over this. It's so cute. I know. It's like the height of whimsy. Is anything wrong, Your Majesty? 
No. Is there any way that we'd be able to move away from the material plane? Hmm. So we don't get people passing by. Difficult, but not impossible. Elaborate. Um, well, um, he hops over to uh, like a, a tea set mm-hmm. and takes the cups. In his little paws. Yep. <laughs> so he positions a cup in the middle of the floor. Um, say this say this cup is us yes and then he positions uh, another cup right next to it and that is the lands next and then another cup touching those two and the lands next and continues to pile up 20 cups Which there were only four cups but now they're yep. up 20 okay and continues to build out just like a series of cups in a pile all right next to each other with your realm on the edge. Then he takes the tray and pushes it up against the edge, starting with yours and kind of gets the cups to conform to the outline of the tray. So say this is Mm -hmm. like the tray. Right. So us and these other realms all touch on the material plane in some way. It is possible, he puts his paw on the cup representing your realm, to distance ourselves from the material plane. And he pushes the cup through the other cups pushing the other cups aside. It will, however, require a great amount of power, your majesty. Which I do not have. Not as of yet, no. Does he put all the cups back and then there's four again? Yep. God, I love the Feywild. It's so... Magic is weird. It's so fun. Made perfect sense to me. (laughs) Well, there were four because when we needed four and when we needed 20, there were 20 and now there are only four again. Perfect sense. Okay. Perfectly sensible. Sure. Yeah. Um, so it, it is indeed possible to do that. Yes. Just very, very difficult. And far more troubles in its brows. I apologize if I have given an unsatisfactory answer, Your Majesty. No, of course not. It... That's not your fault. You want to tell me what happened? Bad dreams. No matter what, he can't come in here. He cannot. Well, he technically could. He'd just be declaring war. <laughs> okay, now you're skirting into that unsatisfactory answer sort of a thing. Well, I oh, no, it's I... no, it's it's what I need to know. So what do we do about it? Nothing. Just ignore it and hope he goes away. We will do nothing unless he does. Alright. Do you know that's how a lot of peace accords work here in the Feywild? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Fey are all like just petulant babies. Like, I'm not gonna do anything unless they, they do, do something. something. Then then it's on. 
The longest piece between uh, two domains currently standing is between the Bear King and I believe it is the Queen of Cats. Oh, I met both of them. The precise wording of it was, neither shall proceed any action of war save for the other to do first. So, back to my original question. What do we do? Nothing until he does. Alright. Do you want to stay here for a little while? Yes. Yeah, I'm going to go around the perimeter. Okay. You want to come? I need to stay here. I can't. If, if stay here. She nods. Okay. And I shift. Mm-hmm. And ignore the squirrel putters. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do walk the perimeter. Okay. And I have my eyes glowing the whole time, and I'm acting threatening. Mm-hmm. Not that it's going to matter much, but yeah. I'm still doing it. You don't see anything as you travel the perimeter. Do I smell? Nothing fresh. Okay, good. Uh, when you come back, I have created some bowls of ice cream. And I hand one to you. <laughs> Thank you. You might make a friend. I doubt it. They don't like me. They might like ice cream, though. Mm-hmm. I go where I know there's a bunch of them, or one of them, at least. Mm-hmm. I go in with ice cream. Cast speaker the animals. Mm-hmm. I love ice cream. Boy, do I. It's a shame no one wants to have some with me. One drops down on your shoulder. Oh, now you want to be friends. Coming down towards your arm. Ahem. Does it stop? No. I put the ice cream in the other hand and like hold it away yeah. from... Ahem. Points its head end toward you. What do we say? Make a handle animal trick, please. Nine. Fuck you. And it leaps from your hand, knocking into the bowl of ice cream oh, in your I other a, hand. Can I dex to see if I, like, move it out of the way? Yeah, sure. Make a dex check. Acrobatics, if you wish. 11 plus 12. 23? Yeah. It knocks the bowl out of your hand. Really? 18 on the die. Plus five. Okay. It knocks the bowl out of your hand, drops to the ground, and uses four of its legs to catch the bowl and holding it above itself and begins to skitter up a tree. Can I shoot it? <laughs> oh my god! Yes, you could attempt to shoot it. Please don't. <laughs> I'm really upset. Actually. Get, get no ice cream. I'm not upset that it took the ice cream. I'm upset that it was rude. Talia has decided she has given up on them. All right, fine. You all win. I'll go make friends with something else. She just walks out of the woods. Sitting with Reginald and Bartholomew on the front porch eating ice cream. Did it work? No. Oh. I'll, uh, I'll leave them alone. Oh, really? Yeah, they don't want to have anything to do with me. Oh. Are they not fun to chase? 
Well, of course they are, but I don't want to, like, stress them out the entire time I'm here. Why not? They were bitches to you. Yeah, no, it's fine. It's fine. They don't want to play. I, as Lady of the Realm, deem it appropriate to chase them. It's okay. I'm not gonna. I, as Lady of the Realm, want to watch you chase them. Well, tough shit. Did you hear what she said to me? I indeed did. Celine. Yeah. I'm not gonna chase the squirrel petters. Okay. Thank you. Obviously, they're all assholes. I mean, they're in my realm. What do you expect? The mice are nice. Yeah, Your they... spiders are nice. Yeah, they are. The spiders are civil. Civil. That's. They are respectful. They are respectful. They're respectful, and they don't. They only bite me when you <laughs> when tell, I tell them, them to. to. <laughs> I mean, I could have the spiders chase you. No. And then you could chase them back if you wanted someone to play with. No. Okay. I just wanted to be friends with the local wildlife. But mm. local wildlife apparently doesn't want to be friends. So. Well, the, you don't take it too personally. They don't want to be friends with me either, probably. Have you tried? No, actually. Take my bowl of ice cream, mm-hmm. which is now refilled. Uh-huh. Magically. And, uh... I become a wolf and just pout. Any squirrel bitters want some ice cream? Uh, are you still on the porch? I've, like, stepped off the porch. Oh, okay. Yeah, Talia's on the porch, yeah. pouting. Like, yeah. a dog that just got kicked. There's one that pops its head up in a tree. And mm-hmm. Would you like some ice cream? It, it, like, skitter stops its way down the tree. Uh-huh. And... Eventually, to you. Uh-huh. It's on the ground just in front of you, waiting for you to... I put the bowl down in front of it. Okay. It immediately takes the bowl and runs off into the tree with it. I guess you wanted some ice cream. Oh, Tadia. So you're pouting over there. Yeah, now. she's pouting. She's, like, <laughs> she's doing that thing where the dog is just, like, laying down on like the flat. porch. Yeah, like, trying to be flat. Like, mm-hmm. she's doing that huge, like, facial expression. Like, the big, giant facial expression. Of, like, lifting a brow. After it runs up into the tree and is, like, just out of sight, you hear echoing back, Fuck you! <laughs> uh, you're right, they're assholes. <laughs> they're little assholes. <laughs> yep. Maybe the mice will be my friend. I'm sure the mice will be your friend. Seeing as you are the, the defender of the Dark Wilds and they are here to protect the Dark Wild. Yeah. Maybe I can be friends with the mice. The mice might like me. Or whatever other small creature you have. Yeah. They just sit and eat ice cream for a bit. I still pout. Yeah. Just petting your head as a doggo. We should probably get back soon. Oh, yes, we should. <sighs> uh, anything else to rape out? The realm runs smoothly, milady. There you go. Uh. 16 to smell. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (sighs) Oh, yeah, yeah. (sighs) Like a lot? Yeah. Congratulations. What? (laughs) Okay. Everybody's getting together. It must be this time of year or something. It's almost springtime. Yep. We probably should. Yeah. Oh, Adrian requested Matalian toast. Ah, yes. You're better at that. You want to make it? Yeah, sure. Alright. All right. So you guys head back and get breakfast and get everything going. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, when you eventually head outside, the silver raven comes and lands on your oh. shoulder, Celine. Oh, I don't know. Do you have an answer for me? You hear Franya's voice. If you're heading to Anthopolis, you better come speak with me. Are you here? Can you hear that? Yeah. I shall be expecting you on the eve of when you receive this. It's like we're going to the grove. Guess so. Well, until then. On the road again? Oh, wait, there's no fucking phone. On the sand again. The rest of the day goes pretty uneventfully. Just more hot, more cracked earth. A few more stones. Some not as tall. Most not as tall, actually. Mm. One maybe just as tall, but they're all just dotted about some far off in the distance. One you just pass by and it's just there with its giant carved channels running through it. Uh-huh. I've also been trying to keep an eye out for those worms, mm-hmm. making sure we're not like too in line with one of them. Mm-hmm. I've also been periodically sending Caltez out ahead of us to see if he can see anything. Okay. Which I'm guessing he just sees a whole lot of sand. Mm-hmm. Just as you guys are getting ready to stop and settle for the night, mm-hmm. And you send Cortez out again. Mm-hmm. He sees a dark shape on the horizon. Okay, a dark shape. It's very low. It could be stone. It seems almost right in line with the floor of the desert. So on the horizon. Yeah. Okay. Is it? It's not moving. It's it's not moving. Yeah, I'm relaying all this. How far away are we from it? Another full day's travel. Uh, describe that to Martin. <sighs> We're almost there. Oh, thank goodness. All right. Well, a day's out. So, yeah, we stop for the night. Uh, Celine and I have to make a trip really quick, but we'll be back. A trip? Right. You can travel? Some, something like that, yeah. Uh, very well. I shall be in the guest house. How's Connell doing? She's been fine. She's been making kind of like casual conversation as you guys have yeah, been I've wandering. Yeah, I've been talking about yeah. yeah. like Swapping stories. Yep. I actually pull her aside before we leave. Mm-hmm. Uh, well out of your shot of mountain. Keep an eye on him, but keep your distance as well. Frankly, I don't care if he dies of a legacy, but I do... I would care if something happened to you. Okay. She looks like side eyes over at him. I don't particularly trust him. So we'll be back. We won't be long. Okay. I'll keep an eye on him. Thanks. Thanks. All right. Back to the realm of Bill Shadows and into the golf. We hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Fae Wild West presented by Let's Be Legendary Podcast. If you're enjoying our story, please take a moment to leave us a rating and a review, or maybe send a tweet about today's episode. Every little bit helps. Speaking of social media, you can find the links to all of ours at letsbelegendarypodcast.com or in the show notes. If you're into community, we've built a pretty awesome one on Discord. You can find a link to that too in the show notes and on our website. If you want to go a step further, consider supporting us on Patreon. 
All episodes get posted there early, as well as extra series to follow, like Bonus Round and The Shadow of Ravenloft. Link is also in show notes and website. Talia Argent Gray is played by Chris Sass Council. Celine Argent Gray is played by Megzi Sass Council. The Queen of Night and Magic is Jess Richards, and our Dungeon Master is Molly Hexcroft. Audio producer and writer is Molly Hexcroft, pronouns she, her. Lead writer, editor, and audio producer is Jess Richards, pronouns they, them. Art director, assistant audio mixer, social media, and community management is Megzi Sass Council, pronouns she, her. And executive producer, creative director, audio mixer, social media, and community manager is Chris Sass Council, pronouns they, them. Credits for music and sound effects can be found in the show notes. Celine's tarot deck is the Marigold deck by Emrit S. Brar, and the tarot guide used in-game can be found at biddytarot.com. Thanks again for listening, and stay legendary.